0: Welcome to the Mimi B podcast. I'm your host Mimi Bouchard and this podcast is designed to help you become the best version of yourself possible. This podcast will motivate you and give you the tools that you need to get to where you want to be. Hey guys today I'm here with Alexa Kukiara. Is that how I say it shit?
1: Yes that is
0: correct. Yeah. and I'm so excited for today's episode. Um Alexa reached out to me on emails and, and, you know, she told me her incredible story and I had to have her on the show. She has gone through so much and this is just going to be such an inspiring episode. I know it. Alexa, why don't you tell the listeners a bit about your story and how you're about to publish your first book about it? Because that's just, it's such an incredible journey that you've been on and, you know, it. you've seen the light in such negative situations, which which I think all of us need to really understand we have the power to do, um, you know, on any scale you, you, I don't want to get into your story. I wanted to ask you to see your story, but you've gone through, you know, you've, you've beat cancer, which is insane. And, you know, I'm here, like I had a bad week last week and I was like really negative about nothing in general. So like, I want to know how you, what your story is and then how you changed everything in your mindset to see things in a different way.
1: Oh my gosh. Of course. Of course. So actually the book's coming out tomorrow, which is insane, but to oh my backtrack, um, we'll start off by the beginning of my journey. So it was my sophomore year of college that I really wasn't feeling well at all. And I went to all these doctors, got all these tests done, blood works, fine needle biopsies, uh, MRIs and, um, the doctors couldn't find out what was wrong with me. And it wasn't until the end of the summer, right when I was about to start my junior year of college, where I went to this one doctor and I had to get this second opinion on this huge bump on my neck. And the doctor had mentioned, okay, Alexa, I don't like the size of that. Let's take it out next week. So That week, I had to go into a surgery where they had to take the whole entire lymph... It was a lymph node. They had to take the whole lymph node out. And they did a biopsy on it. And then a week later, which was supposed to be my syllabus week of school... I was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma and right away I had to just start chemotherapy. So I went from, you know, trying to think that, okay, like I'm 19 years old. I'm about to turn 20 and my life is just about to start. I just did a sick internship. Um, I'm about to, you know, enter adulthood soon. I'm going to go abroad with my friends this coming year. This is the, this is going to be the best year ever. And then here I was stuck with this cancer diagnosis. And the whole entire world kind of felt like it was just like, it just shut down. And, and all this weight was on my shoulders. And I felt like I wasn't unstoppable. And life was just about to test me. And it was so scary at first to even hear the words you have cancer. But like cancer wasn't or isn't anything other than just like a pimple. And like, I mean that, like for me, that's how it was. Like I just like try to like put, shift my mindset and say, "Okay, Alexa, um, you're gonna go through treatment. It's just like a pimple. You're gonna get your treatment. You're gonna take your medicine, and then um, it's it, it'll go away. It's gonna go away, and that you ha- your your hands are in really good care. You have this great oncologist who's gonna take care of you, who knows what he's doing, and." You're you're gonna be fine, and then like just in the beginning of those few first weeks, visiting doctors back to back, going to blood work, then going to get all these other procedures done before I started treatment it was so overwhelming. Um, and then it didn't really hit me until like maybe my second treatment, when my hair started to fall out. That I was like, okay, this is real life, and you need to start to really like hone in and read books, watch videos, understand what life is about. This is your time. This is a gift. Cancer is a gift for you to actually change your whole entire mindset, change your perspective on life and see the world in a different way. So that's kind of like what I ended up doing after going through just that like first crazy month of all those different procedures and then the first 2 weeks of treatment. It's just like Alexa, you're going to you're going to be fine. You're going to do this. You have faith in so many things. And this is just a challenge that it's going to help you persevere in the future. You don't know what life is going to bring you in these next few months, but it's going to be fine. And so it's just like automatically trying to switch my mindset.
0: Just on the topic of mindset, I want to share a little message from one of our sponsors today, Skillshare. Make 2020 a year where you explore new skills, deepen existing passions, and get lost in creativity with Skillshare's online classes. What you find just might surprise and inspire you. Skillshare is an online learning community where millions come together to take the next step in their creative journey with thousands of inspiring classes for creative and curious people on topics including design, photography, entrepreneurship, mindset, like we're talking about freelancing and so much more. Skillshare is an online learning community that offers membership with meaning with so much to explore, real projects to create, and the support of fellow creatives, Skillshare empowers you to accomplish real growth. Skillshare offers classes designed for real life so you can move your creative journey forward without putting life on hold. You can learn and grow with short classes that fit your busy routine. Skillshare is also really affordable, especially when compared to pricey in-person classes and workshops. An annual subscription is less than 10 bucks a month. So I have been taking the freelance and entrepreneurship courses. They range in, in length and, you know, I can just instead of watching a YouTube video, pop onto Skillshare and watch a short little video on productivity or You know how to turn ideas into businesses. How to uncover your purpose. I'm all about that kind of stuff. So I love the classes in Skillshare all about entrepreneurship and success and mindset. That's my thing. And you know I also love the classes on Skillshare about creativity because I'm a true believer that creativity really, really helps you in every other area of your life. You can be creative by journaling or playing music, but you can also be creative in business, right? So That's something I'm also really into. The class is all about that, and it can benefit you in every single area of your life. I love Skillshare because it's so easy to use, guys, so easy to use. Skillshare is a proud sponsor of the Mimi B podcast, so go explore your mindset and creativity at Skillshare.com forward slash MP and get your first two months free on premium membership. That is two whole months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. Get started and join today by heading to skillshare.com forward slash MP for me movie podcast. That's skillshare.com forward slash MP. Oh my God. That's crazy. So were you a really positive person to begin with? And that's why when this happened, you're like, no, we're just going to, it's not happening. Like this is not going to be a long time thing. Like we're just going to get over it. Were you always like that in your life? Or this was kind of just like this huge pivotal moment that you were like, I that, that's all I can do. All I can do is just be this positive. Honestly,
1: it wasn't until this circumstance that I became extremely positive. Like I was a positive person, but now I'm just like overly optimistic. And I think that's because, you know, I've seen death and I've been in a position where there were days that I actually had to crawl because I couldn't stand up. There were days that I couldn't even eat because of how nauseous I was feeling from chemo. So, like I now appreciate life on such a different level and like I know like the silly things that we all stress about and worry about are so trivial and like, it's going to be okay at the end of the day, because when you have your health, like that's the number one thing, your health is your wealth. So as long as, you know, like you're feeling good and you, your body is living, you can move, then that is the best thing that you should be you know, like thinking of like, okay, like today I got out of bed. Um, I don't know what the rest of the day is going to bring me, but this is a gift and I'm going to enjoy it. And I'm going to make sure that I just pick out the best things that are happening. So sometimes it was just those days where I was like, okay, I got up and I was able to make myself a bowl of, I don't know, oatmeal. That was like the best thing. I was like, all right, here we go. Step one. Let's see what tomorrow is going to bring me. So it's just like c- a constant shift in mindset, and like this is this traumatic experience is kind of what helped shape me into this new person.
0: Mm, that's so incredible, Alexa. Like you are a serious like power woman. Like this is so amazing. Like I I can't. And I honestly I know we both believe in this kind of like woo woo shit, but like I feel like your mindset is a huge reason why you healed yourself. Like, it, it, I, I don't know. Wait, do you believe this? I know you're into functional medicine, but do you, do you believe that like, you know, what you think about you literally manifest in real life?
1: Oh my goodness. I had so many crazy experiences with this, but- Oh my God, tell
0: me everything. Oh
1: my God. Okay. So I'm like getting the chills right now. So like when I was the- f- So wait, let me think about this. Okay. It was the first time I was ever going to get a PET scan, PET CT scan. And I was sitting in the room, um, that the nurses had put me in and I was like, holy cow, like this is it. This is going to determine this test that I'm about to receive is going to determine what stage of cancer I had. And, How many rounds of chemo? This means I can either have, maybe it's stage two, which it was, maybe it's stage two and all I'll need are four treatments or it can be stage four and I'll have, you know, like eight plus maybe even like, I don't even know how many treatments uh, stage four you had to undergo. But it was just like this, this one moment of time where I was like, holy cow, this is it. I don't know what's going to come. This is the scary, one of the scariest moments of my life. But then like I just started to kind of calm down my mind and I started to do some deep breathing. And all of a sudden, like I'm, I became very spiritual from this whole entire experience of mine. And I was like, wait, I feel like God's like trying to talk to me. And I I just like felt him telling me or the universe or whatever is some higher power out there. was telling me like, no, like you have to do this for me. And it was that moment at the beginning of all this where I was like, okay, I'm going to do this for you, God, but you have to just help me a little bit <laughs> along the way. Like you have to give me some uh, insight. And then, um, after that, um, there was just one time where I was in Trader Joe's and some woman came up to me and she was like, um, Oh, you know, Disease is all cured by mindset, and I'm like, what? I'm like, why is she talking to me about? And she's like, you know, like there's so many things you can cure just with the change of your mind. And I, and then I asked her, I was like, so what made you start talking to me? She's like, you just looked nice, and I was like oh, okay. And then this was like the first time I kind of told someone what I was about to go through. And I was like, I was just diagnosed with cancer uh, two days ago. So what are your thoughts on changing your perspective and mindset with that? And then we just got in this conversation that kind of like perpetuated me into doing more research on how to change your mindset, why positivity is so important. And then um, I start to get into like the law of attraction and um, I start to read uh, all these different types of books on like manifesting and like, even like, uh, like vision boards. And I start to see like how my life was actually changing just with these few practices. And it was just like those like two circumstances that kind of like put me on like this right track. And then there was this another, another time where I was in uh, TJ Maxx and some woman came up to me and she started to tell me how, Uh, She used to have cancer, but then it was her positive mindset that changed everything for her. And then she gifted me this book by Louise Hay. It was like 365 affirmations. So I started to do that as well halfway through my treatment and just saw how much I started to improve. So I definitely believe in all that. Like it's, it's insane how much
0: it really works. Oh my God, that's crazy. That woman that came up to you two days after you were diagnosed, like what the hell? Was she like psychic or something? That's crazy. That's
1: what I'm saying. Like there's so many weird things and like there's so many people who come into your life and it's, it's a, it's, everything happens for a reason. So like.
0: Oh my God. I literally, as we talk about this, Alexa, I have not looked at the time of how long we've been recording. I haven't looked at that, like this entire recording. And while you were just saying that I looked and it was 11, 11.
1: Stop it and that's another <laughs> thing those angel numbers too. so crazy like do you
0: oh my god it's actually insane it's insane
1: yeah i talk about that in my book too like all these like crazy experiences that i had like
0: okay so yeah
1: no like recently i've been seeing 555 and i'm like what's 555 and supposedly it's like there's change that's about to come I'm like oh my goodness oh, okay <laughs> like
0: Oh my god. That's crazy. It's so crazy. Oh my god, that's so crazy. Okay, wow. Um so, I want to talk about okay, a lot of people listening right now have not gone through something as crazy as as cancer, right? But if you can heal yourself through something that insane and that huge Obviously, we have the power to change more of the, you know, easier, the smaller stuff in life. Like, for example, you know, uh manifesting great relationships or like your best health and feeling amazing every day and positive and happy and feeling so confident in your body. Like, you know, there's every everything we want in life we can literally manifest. And I want to know your tips. Like if you were talking to someone who just feels like they need more out of their life, they're not. They're, they're okay, they're settled, but they're not happy and vibrant and thriving. Because I know I go through phases of that a lot. And a lot of people listening, you know, most of the population aren't 100% positive all the time. And it sucks. You we know we're, we're depressed as a society. And, you know, if, if you could tell anyone that is listening right now, like how you can just change your mindset to change your life, like how, what kind of actionable tips would you give them? And advice?
1: So first of all, I really and truly think everyone has the power to persevere. And the first way that they really are able to kind of like step into that new phase in their life is by having an, an awakening, knowing and acknowledging that, okay, like I need to change. Like that's like the first step. So having this acknowledgement. And then the second step, I feel like is just to accept it and say, this is where I'm at. This is how I'm feeling. This is normal. This is just coming through me. This is a thought that's coming through me. It's just a feeling. It's not who I am. But let's, let's dig deep. Let's dig deep and see what's going on here. So, like, like, life is not perfect. And, like, even me, like, I still have my days. And yeah, I'm like super excited and positive right now because, um, having this really amazing thing that just happened in my life where my books are just shipped to me, um, for me to sign to all my pre sale backers. But, like, there were days before this that I was like having anxiety. And I'm like, oh my goodness, like, I'm so scared for what's about to happen next in my life. So then when I acknowledged that thought, I was just like, okay, like, let's change the perspective here. Like, so first, I guess, acceptance slash acknowledgement, then changing the perspective. And like, you can kind of do this by like making a pros and cons list. You know, like, that's one of the ways that I kind of like, changed my perspective with a lot of things. I'm like, okay, like when I was first diagnosed, um, which I'm in remission now, by the way, I don't know if it's seen, I don't know if it sounded like, I was or not, but I'm all cancer-free, which is good. <laughs> um,
0: yes, amazing.
1: Um, so just make it pros and cons list. Like, okay, pros on why I was just diagnosed with cancer. Okay, this is an opportunity for me to – to dig deep and to, to live for myself and, and kind of like study who I am and, and what I'm all about, what I want to achieve when I'm out of this. What, what do I want for the rest of my life? You know, here I was 19 diagnosed, started chemo at 20, it ended. And I was finally like feeling a little bit better by 21. And finally this year at 22, I'm feeling like my old self again, but then it was just like changing perspectives. And then, and then like the cons. Okay. Cons, um, I have to drop out of school for a whole entire year. Cons, um, I'm going to lose all my hair. Cons, this is a really serious health crisis (laughs) that I don't really know much about. I saw my grandfather pass away from it. So uh, yeah, I'm associating this with death, but it's not death. Um, But treatment's going to be rough and I don't know what's going to come, but uh, that's a big con. And then... Like, after just, like, making that pros and cons, list, just, like, really focusing on the pros every single day. And then, like, seeing, like, when, like, fears start to come to you, like, seeing, like, how you can, like, fight your fears and, and, and see where those fears are coming from. Are they maybe, like, stemming from your childhood? Are they stemming from things that you were maybe, like, brought up understanding and knowing? And then... Like now they're kind of like perpetuating into real life, real time, just like seeing like where all those thoughts are coming from and then like just jotting them down as well and keeping a big journal.
0: Hmm, I'm such a big journaler. You know this, like literally journaling changed my life because it's like doing therapy like every day. If, if it's part of your morning routine or night routine or whatever, it's like touching base with yourself and like doing therapy with yourself every single day. And, you know, I know when I'm having an off day, Um, you know, I, I've been kind of off and on the past two weeks. Like this is what's happening right now in my life. Like when I feel really unsettled and like there's so many big changes happening in my life right now, like when I feel like out of control or just nervous or like there's so much going on, even if it's good, sometimes I just like freak out and like get really negative. It's so weird. So what has really helped me is like the daily journaling, just being like, okay, Mimi, this is how I'm feeling. And like, I talk to myself, like, I'm trying to big myself up. I'm like, okay, what you're thinking and feeling right now is just not the truth. Like, this is the reality. Like, you're doing so well, you're doing this, 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 like, you know, all these different things. So I, I think that's just so powerful. So, so, so Definitely. powerful.
1: Journaling has saved my life. I And I actually started to journal right when I was diagnosed, I'm like, okay, like, I'm having really bad anxiety right now. Like, I am so overwhelmed going to all these doctors. And I didn't sleep for like two days straight. And it was like four o'clock in the morning this one day. And I was like, I can't do this right now. Like, I just like want to quit. It hasn't even started and I want to quit and give up. So instantly, like, I just like ran to my journal and just started writing all of my thoughts down. And then I knocked out. (laughs) Like, I just totally KO'd.
0: Wow. You had to get it off your chest. That's so cool. Okay. So I want to talk about, I know you're so into health and functional medicine and all that good stuff. I want to know how your health has transformed. And as we were talking before we started recording, um, you know, how it's really helped you after chemo because that kills so much of like the good cells in your body, right? Like how did you regain your health after that? And what, what does your diet look like today? And what kind of resources, like where did you learn all of this stuff too? Because I love hearing about new, because I follow my people and I love following new people about this kind of stuff yes, as well.
1: So, um. I was always a very healthy person, and that's why like, this whole entire cancer thing shocked me, because I'm like, okay, like I've been eating organic my whole life. Um, my my mom would feed me the best of the best, like no, um, no antibiotics in my meats or anything like that, all free range, this and that, so I was kind of confused on why I was sick, Um, but then like during this time, like I got like a little frustrated with fitness and health and, and, uh, food because I'm like, okay, like I worked out every day, ate healthy my whole life. Why do I have cancer right now? Um, but needless to say, like things just happen. I think everything happens for a reason. So, but this took me on like a new health path where I was like, okay, Alexa, like you really need to kind of figure out what foods are going to serve you, um, and what foods need to eat for your body. So the first book I read on this was uh the blood type diet. So I'm like, okay, blood type O, like let me just kind of follow along all that, like trying to regain strength back. Like this is the diet for me. And then
0: Wait, blood type O is yeah, all meat, like right? Super Because that's like
1: the original, you know, OG Mm. um, blood type. That's what our ancestors all had blood type O. Um, so it was like mostly meat and then like just like greens, but mostly meat. And then I just like, I was on that, wasn't like feeling too great. And then someone had mentioned, okay, Lexa, you need to go vegan. So I'm like, okay, cool. (laughs) I'm going to try this whole vegan diet. And then I started to actually feel worse on the vegan diet. Um, I was actually getting really sick and like borderline anemic. Um, I, I have no idea why. Um, I guess my body just can't tolerate it. And then um, I just kind of perpetuated into like just having really bad gut problems and not understanding what those were. After, after the, the vegan, vegan diet. diet. I mean, just honestly, after chemo you know, in general, just because, um, like, all the antibiotics I was on, um, all the steroids I had to take, the shots I had to give myself, all the stress I was under. Like, it was just a lot. And my gut biome was kind of out of whack from that, you know, what they say. Like, uh, chronic stress gives you some gut imbalances, and it makes all your microbes kind of, like – go out of whack. I think like you lose the good bacteria and like there's like overgrowth of
0: other bacteria.
1: Mm-hmm. So-
0: this happened to me and I had to take antibiotics last year and it yeah. fucked up my gut. So
1: that is something that happened to me as well. And then, um, this summer, it just got to the point. So this summer it was like maybe a year and a half Yeah, it was like a year and a half out of chemo, and it got to the point where I was bloated every single day. I had no energy. I was actually like depressed. And I just felt so sick that I just like I I there was no hope. I'm like, all right, I'm trying all these diets. I don't know what the heck is going on with me. And then my friend had told me, she's like, Alexa, you have to go to my nutritionist. I'm like, Okay. Like, I went to all these other nutritionists as well. Like, what's this going to make this different? These nutritionists don't know what they're talking about. I need further testing. No one's giving me further testing. Um, she's like, no, like, trust me. She's a functional nutritionist and she's saved my life. Like, she's helped me so much. She's like, I lost like 13 pounds. I fixed my leaky gut, this and that. I'm like, okay, I'm sold. I'm booking an appointment. So I booked an appointment, um, with Nikki and Nikki Yelton. And um, I went in, did all this blood work. I think we took like 18 plus vials of blood. So we did this weed zoomer test um, to see if I was tolerant or not to gluten, which I found out I'm not. And I'm extremely gluten to- intolerant. Um, where it's like almost like celiac. And then we did another panel where we tested all my food sensitivities and found out that I couldn't have all these foods that I was eating that were causing more stress on my gut. So, it, basic foods like banana, apple, peaches, um, turkey, salmon, eggs, wheat, dairy, wheat and dairy, like I already knew, but like all these other foods that I was discovering, like, oh my gosh, okay. Mm. Yeah, so I'm like, oh I'm like gosh. hurting myself more by eating these foods because my gut is so inflamed right now. And then also finding out that I had leaky gut. So after that, I was just like, let's get down to the bottom of this. Let's start to just like totally change my diet. I'm so ready. I want to start feeling better. What's it gonna take? Um, it's gonna take like about a year, but that's okay. Okay, Nikki. So how are we going to do this? So the first thing that I did was I just eliminated all of those things that my gut couldn't handle, that my stomach couldn't digest correctly. So all of my food intolerances. And then I was put on a few supplements to just help heal and seal my gut because I had that leaky gut. And when you have leaky gut, I'm sure you know what this is, right, Mimi?
0: Yes, uh, I I kind of – it's like the lining of your gut – thins out or something yeah. I don't so know exactly it, what it, it is it's
1: so it's supposed to look I wish you could see me right now but let's say your hands are in like they're all put together and intertwine all your fingers are intertwined and then leaky gut is when your fingers start to Unlock and kind of spread out, and then different microbes and bacteria can get through your gut, go into your bloodstream, cause inflammation. So that's what I had from all the things that I was experiencing, and we were just needed to fix that. So, like I said, I was on all these different types of supplements. Um, I'm gonna actually look up, I think one of them was like SBI support. I'm looking up my computer right now, or no,
0: mm hmm. When I had – so I had a really – like a year – when was it? Yeah, like a year ago, I had um a really, really bad bacteria living in my gut. I actually forget what it was called, but I had like a gut test um done in the podcast from back then. I talk all about it. I have a ton of gut specialists on, but I also had like no lactobacillus uh, yeah. healthy bacteria in my gut, which is like the huge one. So I was on – my nutritionist at the time put me on – uh, what was it? Uh, grapefruit or grapefruit seed extract or grape seed extract and berberine pills. And there was like a natural, uh, natural pill, and it, I, it's strong as hell. And I took six a day for like a, a month or two, and it totally killed the bad bacteria. And I like, like I, I was healed after that. So people that think that like natural supplements don't work. Are just ridiculous because they work so well if you actually oh, like get the right one for um, your problem.
1: Before I talk a, more about like what I was eating and stuff, to kind of like backtrack on what you said about the supplements, oregano oil has been a game changer. Oh my gosh, game changer! I've never. tried
0: What do you think about black seed oil? Yeah, I haven't had it consistently, but I have it here. Like oregano I have it in my kitchen. My life,
1: because like also. How do you take it? Because it tastes disgusting. I'll just chug it if I take it in a liquid form or I take it in pill form.
0: Mm. Okay. So I want to, but I want to know like literally, so what did you do after you heard that you were like intolerant to all these foods? Like that's a lot of different foods and some healthy ones too, right? um, Like what did you do? I
1: didn't like panic or anything. I was just like, okay, cool. Like I'm about to have a lifestyle change let's do this. (laughs) So I was like super excited to just like start this new uh, diet or lifestyle change. Um, So I had to eliminate all the foods from my diet. And then I was like put on all these supplements. So the one that I was talking about before, I I really can't remember its name, but I had to take the twice a day to just like really help heal and seal my gut. Um, And then I took another form of powder but this was all I think it was called orthobiotics and it was a, it's just a bunch of probiotics so I took that and then I did that for about a month and then I went back to my nutritionist and we did this panel where she kind of explained to me like more about all of my other issues and I actually found out I had SIBO and it was just small bacterial overgrowth. Is that what you had Mimi? SIBO yeah, so that's exactly I what I had kind of like backtrack and we had to go, well, she put me on this a liver detox diet protocol, um, where she's like, this is going to reset your body and really just like eliminate a lot of the foods that cause sensitivities. So then when you're on this, um, and you start getting off it, we're going to see like what foods trigger you, what foods you're okay with, so then that was like a really big change. That one was a really really tough. So for 21 days, I had to take these supplements for um, my liver to like help go through. It's called phase one and phase two liver detox. And then I had to stay off of a list of foods. So all of my food sensitivities, and then on top of that, I couldn't had I couldn't have red meat. Um, sardines, uh, beans, anything, any white potatoes. So only sweet potato, purple potato. I couldn't have any foods that produced histamines such as avocado and olives. I couldn't have any foods that have nightshades such as eggplant, peppers, tomatoes, um, no dairy, but I couldn't have that originally because I'm lactose intolerant. No wheat, of course, because I'm intolerant to wheat. on my wheat zoomer test. Found out I was severely, um, gluten intolerant. Um, couldn't have corn and couldn't have any raspberries because that has a histamine in it. I'm trying to think of all the other foods. Spinach has histamine in it, so I couldn't have that. Or it produces it produces histamine in the body. Um, so what did you do? And are you still intolerant to all these? Well, that's what the food test was supposed to test out. Um, So I actually, I was on it. And then um, I was on the whole entire like food panel uh, or food detox. And um, halfway through it, my nutritionist checked in. She's like, so like how the supplements going? I'm like, wait, what supplements? She's like, you didn't order the supplements? I'm like, wait, they're sold out. What are you talking about? So then I had to restart it. So I was actually on this for like five weeks. But I've never felt so good in my life going on this new diet. So um, so what I had like in the mornings was just a protein smoothie and I used New Zest. I don't know if you've ever heard of New Zest.
0: This I have. I need to try it. So
1: good. It's the only protein powder that works for me. It's like a little expensive, but I keep trying different ones. And like this was the only one that worked for me. So I had a protein smoothie in the morning with that, and then I had a lot, a lot of fat, so I had a lot of coconut oil, or MCT oil, or almond butter, I just, like, loaded on the fats, and I was, like, scared at first, I'm like, no, like, I don't want to get fat, like, already gained all this weight from chemo, like, couldn't exercise or anything, like, this summer, I still wasn't feeling well, like, I don't want to get fat, but no, like, this actually helps stabilize my blood so much, so I found out from all this testing that the fat is good for me I work well with that um, and then I had like a lot of greens as well in my smoothie so like kale so I have like a handful of kale um a cup or like half a cup of berries then I had a bunch of like coconut oil and then the new zest um and then I don't even know what I was saying what did wait
0: <laughs> like so are you are you still following this exact diet yes okay so. Let me continue with
1: that. Um, So, after like going through this diet and seeing, like, okay, like what food, like doing this like elimination diet, like now I've been like trying to reintroduce a lot of the foods that I cut out, like corn, for example. And I found out I like don't react well to corn. So, I won't have corn every single day, you know? Um, I mean, last night I went to a a Mexican restaurant. Of course, I'm going to have a little tortilla. (laughs) like you know like I'm gonna I'm gonna treat myself yeah it's just I I now know that that's something I can't have every single day
0: so do you do you follow like the 80 20 kind of thing or what percentage do you think you're like super clean and then the percentage that like what's your balance that like you're you're still feeling good and you're not overdoing it
1: um I feel like I look at food now as like something that's gonna fuel me so like my day-to-day like before we got on this podcast, I just had a huge bowl of kale, um, with a squ- butternut squash, a bunch of tahini, some lemon, and chicken. So, like, I feel really good after having that, and it's just all, like, clean food, um, but, like, if I want to have, like, a little chocolate, I'm going to have a little chocolate, like, if I'm craving it. But then, like, if I'm craving something, I'm going to make sure it's, like, as clean as possible. Like, for example, Thanksgiving was just this past week. And I made myself a pumpkin pie, but it was paleo. And um, it was – well, I guess gluten-free is paleo. But it was a paleo egg-free – because I can't have eggs because that's one of my sensitivities – pie – So just, like, a lot of, like, almond butter, coconut milk, coconut sugar. I don't know if coconut sugar is paleo. I think it's paleo, right? Yeah, I think so. There was – oh, it's keto. It's not keto. Um, But it's just, like, really clean. But, like, I still got that, like, sense of, mmm, yum. I'm having pumpkin pie, and I feel like I'm celebrating this awesome holiday with my family. So, you know, like, I had that for my treat. But, like – whenever, like, I go out, too, like, I just, like, really make sure, like, I'm finding something on the menu that's going to fuel me, and, like, sometimes that might mean, hey, chef, can you please substitute this for that, you know, um, and, like, just, like, mm-hmm. not being afraid of, like, standing up for yourself and your health and knowing that, you know, if this food is not going to fuel you, like, don't eat it, but if it's going to make you, like, also feel, like, really crappy, like, don't eat it like recognize that recognize that that's something that your body can or can't handle and then like kind of go off of that yeah
0: yeah you know what you're you're so right and people seeing it with this perspective is just like so much more powerful and I think we just have to go back to the roots like what makes us feel good vegan works for a lot of people uh you know meat works for a lot of people and you know, there's that huge debate and I can't wait to see what the future holds with research, but I really, I feel good. Like I've been eating more plant-based recently just because I haven't really had access to like really high quality food, uh, meat and stuff. Like I, like, I just haven't really gone to like the right stores and stuff for it. But you know, I, I've actually, this morning was, um, writing my journal and I was like, Oh, I kind of want to get like, you know, a good like piece of, um, you know, organic chicken or something today. I'm, I'm feeling like I crave meat. So it's really just the intuitive thing, but you know, I think you've really hit the nail on the head there, Alexa. Like, it's just like, it, it's really all about that. Um, but to finish off the episode cause we're almost at 40 minutes and I have to run <laughs> to an appointment. Um, but to finish off the episode, I like to ask, um, I guess one quick little question. Um, if you, ro- if you woke up on the wrong side of the bed one morning, What do you do that ensures that you bounce back and have an amazing day? Like, is it journaling, meditation? Like, what's your go-to thing to switch your mood in the morning?
1: So every morning, I actually read a devotional called Jesus Calling. Have you ever heard of this? No, I haven't. Okay. So I actually got it midway during chemo because I was just like, I need all the help I can get. My friend had mentioned it to me, and um, it just put me in such a good mood every single day. Like... Wait, let me read you something from the other day. My friend actually sent it to me. She's like, Alexa, you have to read this. And I got all my friends hooked on it too. But it was just like, okay, so November 30th says, Problems are part of life. They're inescapable, woven into the very fabric of this fallen world. You tend to go into problem-solving mode all too readily, acting as if you have the capacity to fill everything this is a habitual response, so automatic, that it bypasses your conscious thinking. Not only does this habit frustrate you, it also distances you from me, me as in Jesus, like Jesus is talking to you. I'm like, God. So it's just like those little like passages just like help... Like me kind of like switch my mindset and be like, okay, like if I'm going to have a problem today or if I wake up like having a problem or on the wrong side of the bed, just understanding like, no, it's okay. Like it's gonna, it's gonna, this is part of life, you know, I'm going to have these days, but at the end of the day, it is going to bypass me. So just like even seeing that text in front of me, just like, will like really help me shift my mind. And, and then after that, like, if I'm still a little like wonky and on the wrong side of, my the bed (laughs) um i'll just start to kind of just like do deep breathing and like visualization like what i want to like feel for the day to come okay like i want to feel empowered or i want to be um when when i go into this meeting or when i go into this class presentation i'm going to be confident i'm i'm going to visualize that person who i want to see that bubbly person who i know and i'm going to try to get out of this mindset and and just
0: i love that you know. that is so nice you know what like that's just the biggest thing like just getting inspired in the morning and not starting your day super rushed checking your phone it's just so powerful. But honestly, Alexa, I had such an amazing time today. I need to have you back on the episode. Yeah, sure. um, quickly, do you want to tell the listeners where they can find you?
1: Oh, yeah. Follow me on the gram. I'm usually on the gram, Instagram, at Alexa C-U-C. And I also have Twitter, just Alexa Kukiata, but I'm not really on that as much. Or LinkedIn. I'm a big LinkedIn girl.
0: <laughs> and your book is called Power to Persevere.
1: Yes power to persevere
0: guys go check it out
1: yeah i'm so excited i would love to hear if anyone reads it or anything let me know what you think of it
0: (laughs) oh my god yes guys go read it i'm gonna read it i'm gonna buy it and read it i'm so excited